Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Trail Mix Podcast episode, whatever. That's kind of the way the night's gonna be today. Is just kind of uh, one of them grab bag nights. This is uh, this is one of them true trail mix nights that you really don't know what you're gonna get. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was like, someone went to the grocery store and got one of those big barrels full of trail mix and just kicked it over. <laughs> yes. Yes. Clean up on aisle six, seven, and eight. (laughs) (laughs) And happy Father's Day, everybody. Late Father's Day for you that are listening to this later. (laughs) (laughs) Father's Day. That's a... I don't know. I don't care. That's just a weird. I take on a whole new meaning in this day and age. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Right before we started recording, people, we were. I was telling a story. Went out to lunch with my wife today because it was uh, it's Father's Day, obviously, and it's my seven-year anniversary. So I'm going to tell you the whole story. But uh, let me tell you the story. To be honest with you, somebody was wearing a shirt that I don't know. I wouldn't wear in public. But anyways, <laughs> um, uh, I don't think anybody should wear in public. It had some writing on it that was I don't know. Wasn't really inappropriate, but it was let's just say rather ignorant on their part. Um, just made me think of how soon. How much worse can it possibly get? And how just how soon is Jesus gonna come back? Because yeah, he could have came back right after. I, I think he could have came back right during my meal because that chicken was spicy. Ooh. <laughs> Man, I told him I'm like halfway through my salad, and uh, so I like a buffalo chicken salad. You know, I take that buffalo chicken mm. and. Chunk it up, put it on top of my salad. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if this particular piece of chicken came from the bottom of the buffalo sauce pile, but holy, <laughs> could have started a fire on this stuff, man. So, anyways, about halfway through my salad, my wife's like, "You want the rest of my chicken? I'm not gonna eat it." She had just like plain grilled chicken. I was like, "Yeah, send that over here." So I was like, "I'm off burn for about an hour after dinner." <laughs> hot spicy hot anyways we're just talking about how i don't i guess i I saw this reel today that uh broke down the old testament it started with adam and went down to uh, all the way to when jesus was born added up all the i mean because you can do that you go through the bible i i would imagine i've never done it I would imagine it's rather a lengthy and tedious process. Hmm. Um, but anyways, add it all up. It came down to like 5,977. So we were just talking about, you know, my line of thought is, you know, a thousand years is equal to one day to God. So God created the world in six days, rested on a seventh. So I'm thinking like maybe halfway through summer, 
uh, once we break that 6,000 barrier mark, that's how old the earth is biblically, um, pretty close. Uh, maybe God will show up. Well, that means he show up regardless of what we think, but yeah. <laughs> it's a little sooner than later. <laughs> uh, it's impressive though. They went to, I mean, it's not, I, I mean, I guess it's trouble. It's not really like trouble, trouble to put in all the work to add all that up. Yeah. You know, that's impressive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. something anyways what do you got philip anything what's on your mind man well i mean because it, it being father's day yeah yeah i i love I, I i don't love i really like i like father's day you know it's one of those days that you get one of the few days as dads you get the special special treatment you know whatever oh. um but at the same time, I keep getting reminded of just um, how much responsibility and how much um, how high the bar is set for us as Christian fathers. Yeah. Um. And I had it here, and then it disappeared. So you'll have to bear with me. <laughs> what did you read? Are you looking for like Father Day stuff biblically? Uh, yeah, pretty much. Yep. Yeah, I had a great one, and now it's not Man. there. Darn it. That's not it. Darn it all. Darn it all. Darn it all. <laughs> uh makes me think of that uh that one comedian i can't what's his name tony hawkins is that his name yeah comedian? yeah uh does, tim like all the just swear words <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> yep. Father Day stuff. Okay, so this isn't the one that I was I was talking about, but it's uh, uh, similar to it. You know, this is a bunch of different places in the Bible that, um, you know, kind of set the tone 
um, as, as a father and, uh, so, I mean, a lot of these people are going to know, you know, Ephesians 6, 4, uh, fathers do not provoke your children to anger, but bring them up in discipline and instruction of the Lord. Um, And, um, it's not just being a father, though, it's being the head of the household, you know, and I don't know, maybe that's something we can we can talk about a little bit because that is kind of a it's it's not a really a touchy thing but it's something that i don't know is kind of danced around a little bit i guess just because of the um the i don't know the bad rap that it gets for being sexist or being chauvinist you know, like, yeah, you got to think like, who's making it sexist and chauvinist? Right, right, and and that's what I'm saying is it's just that's why it's kind of danced around is you know people in their minds tend to make it that way when it's really not. No. Um. It's like the 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 where it says you know, uh, wives submit to your husbands, you know. And that's where a lot of guys right. stop. <laughs> they yeah, don't, they I mean, don't keep out of context over. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. Um I have it right here as a matter of fact. Awesome. But yeah. if you would, what if one were to read that and keep reading, what would they read? <laughs> so all right, just for funsies, here we go. Ephesians 5, uh, Ephesians chapter 5, verse 22. Um, Wives, submit to your own husbands. And that's where everybody likes to stop. Mm-hmm. But, comma right there. It yeah. says there's more. <clears throat> Wives, submit to your, husband, your own husbands as to the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife, as also Christ is the head of the church. He is the savior of the body. Therefore, just as the church is subject to Christ, let their wives be subject, be their own husband. Let me say that one more time. Therefore, just as the church is subject to Christ, so let the wives be to their own husbands in everything. Now, here's the fine print. Verse 25, husbands, love your wives just as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for her. I'm going to stop right there, even though there's a comma. Right after that comma is verse 26. So anybody wants to take, let's see how many words is that? One, two, three, that's six words. 
Mm-hmm. What went to your own husbands? Anybody wants to take that out of context, um, needs to read the next couple verses. Because yeah. it says, as to the Lord. So you're going you're gonna, to you're gonna obey. I mean, this is just, I don't, you're going to obey. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're going to submit to the Lord. You're going to obey what the Lord tells you to do, um, just like your husband would. But here's the kicker for the husband. The husband is to love his wife as Christ loved the church. Um, and uh, he, Christ loved the church. He, he, the, the, so that would be all the people he talked to, interacted with, healed, helped, all that good stuff. That's, that's the love of Christ. Yes. Then they're not talking about and, little C church. They're talking about capital C church, like global church, everybody that he has, he died to save everybody that yeah. accepts him. Which is actually the next section, the next half of that sentence. He mm. gave himself for her. So you're to, yeah, you want your wife to obey you? Then you need to treat your wife accordingly as Christ treated everybody. You're going to treat your wife like that. You're going to treat your wife in such high regards that you will literally lay down your life for her. Yes. So, yes. there you go. And not just lay down your life but like because that's what the people i think get caught up on the yes christ did die for the church he died for us he, he but what happened prior to him going to the cross he was flogged he was ridiculed he was beaten he was by and these this is like by his own people you know the, let alone what the romans did and so it's not just, you know, laying down your life for is a big, is like the ultimate part of it. But there's that other part that, you know, suffering and that kind of thing that Christ did because he loves us. And yeah. that's, I don't know, that's on a whole nother level when you start talking about adding in the human factor, like he was we're not even close to the same level as what he was, you know? So in our brokenness, <clears throat> that's just another way. Another thing that shows that the bar is so high that without Christ, you can't, you can't even begin to, you can't even begin to love your wife. Really? Exactly. Exactly. Um, I had an awesome thought and it just evaded it, it has eluded me. Hopefully it comes back. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, oh shoot. I think it's gone. I'm trying to reread scripture here to like reignite the thought processor. Huh. But yeah, like you said, um, um, yeah, you are too. Um, oh, here it is. Huh. That's kind of like, so you being, you know, I uh, say you, uh, the, the husband, uh, 
you're going to be the leader. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so like you're, you're not the boss. You're the leader, like the leader. You know, you're going to work side by side. You're going to encourage. You're like, mm-hmm. we can do this. Let's get it done. Blah, you know, so on and so forth. You're not the, you're not a boss. You're not, you're not, the, you're not a dictator. There's no dictatorship in this relationship. There's no, you can't have a dictatorship in a relationship. Right. That's called a tyranny. Um, and there's no, yeah, <clears throat> this is a, this is a arm in arm, work together. Uh, you're the leader, lead the way, get it done. If you want to lead the way, you need to show how it's done. You can't just expect someone to know. Mm-hmm. You're, you, your job is to work together with everyone. So, you're going to work together. You're the husband. You're going to work together with your wife. You're going to work together with God. And the three of you are going to be in perfect harmony, if you will. That's how it's supposed to be. But unfortunately, uh, that's not how it is anymore. Any sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. People always like, be a man, blah, blah, blah. All right. Do you even know what that means? Because the, def- the definition of that is right here. The job description is right here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. In verses 22 to 25. That's your job. Not to be chauvinistic, I'm better than you, blah, blah, blah. Right. That's, that's just, that's ridiculousness. <clears throat> Yeah, there's been far too many people that have taken that out of context and have twisted it and perverted it and used it for really bad things. Agreed. Yep. There's a... Yeah, I don't know. I don't want to start... Yeah, this conversation, I, I don't know where I could go in really different directions, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't want to ruffle feathers, but I don't want to sugarcoat it either. But the Bible is very clear on what, uh, how, how a man's behavior in a relationship with his wife is supposed to be, which, you know, which filters down to his, his children on the next, uh, on the next page of my Bible, like you already stated, you know, uh, children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Fathers, don't provoke your children to wrath. Bring them up in the training and at a much, I can never say this word. Oh, training and Admonish, admonishing, admonish. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Of the Lord. Okay. I was, I was afraid I would say it incorrectly. Oh, what are you saying there is, um, and bring them up in the training of the Lord, the respect, the fear of the Lord. But don't, if you remove that, if you remove, 
you take the Lord out of there, God, Jesus Christ, if you remove that, which society has, some people take it further than others, and you just, quote, unquote, train them, which just turns into uh, abuse or God knows whatever else, mm-hmm. that will force a child into anger. If I'm wrong, correct me. No, no, I, I, I agree. So I think that's that's where you start getting, you know, bullying, chauvinistic behavior, that kind of, well, you know, all that kind of stuff. You take God out of the equation, all of a sudden your your training turns into unnecessary discipline, if you will. I'll use that term. Mm-hmm. Uh, and which could turn into later in life, you know, physical abuse, uh, poor thoughts of how women should be treated, if you will, and so on. I'm trying to be not super descriptive, but I think you get the idea. Yeah. You yeah. start inserting, if you insert God into that situation, though, and start. And teach people how to do it. Teach your children. That's what he's doing. Teach your children what to do, how to behave, what God expects. Um, it's a better deal. <laughs> right. The dads have a big, dads have the biggest responsibility in the house. In this family relationship. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Yes, biggest responsibility, and because um, we're as as a, as a husband and a father, I'm I'm going to be called to account for how, you know, how I raised my children, how I shepherded my wife, how I, um, how did my wife grow in the Lord under my whatever you want to call it, you know, was I being the spiritual leader of the house that God called me to be? Right. Um, and you know, it's the answer to the, to all of this is really simple, but it's not that easy to accomplish it you know, in the moment. Um, because, you know, like, we'll take, uh, for example, um, you want to start a family Bible study and um, you and the wife are all gung-ho, but your teenage kids don't want nothing to do with it. You know what I mean? Like, it's... Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's... It's one of those things that if I think if you try to force something like that, it doesn't have the desired effect, but I guess that's getting into another can of worms too. Uh, 
No, it kind of goes hand in hand what we're talking about, though. So yeah, All right. you can dip a little bit, I guess. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not worried about it. So yeah, but you kind of have to. You gotta, yeah, yeah. Most guys are coin here, so right, right, because. If you know, you can by the way you live your life and by the way you treat your wife and treat your kids, you can show you can show your kids Christ way more initially through that than you can through like a Bible study. You know, the Bible study comes later when you're there. They've got it figured out that, you know, something, you know, you're. Christ is the reason you are the way that you are. And then they want to learn more about him. Right. Um, and it's that's that's hard to. Uh, that's hard to except sometimes because dang it you want to have you want them to just jump into the bible study and just have good meaningful discussion and and yeah. you know mm-hmm. Sorry. um but yeah i mean all of that just to say that it's not it if you're struggling with that don't think you're the only one that's struggling with it because everybody struggles with this in some way shape or form at some point in their life and numerous points in their life um and just you know when it comes right down to it just be faithful in your prayers and god will work that god will work it out Yeah. I also like the uh is it last time that we in that uh, I got the book right here. Last time that we had the did the book that it was talked about uh Oh yeah. Oh no, no, no. Was it like spiritual family? Or was that something that we had come up with? Where if uh, you who knows how to give, or you who who are evil knows how to give good gifts, how much more good could your father, could your heavenly father, give you? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, you're, you're right on the money. Where is that? Now oh, we're looking. Tell me two pages. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> change the words to the Jeopardy song. <laughs> 
thumbing through some pages. <laughs> that sounds a little like a monk chant or something. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Where is that? Dang it. All right. There's day one. Lots of looking around right now. Yeah, it's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So many scripture references in here. It's hard to keep track of things sometimes. Yes, but if you're gonna have something that's hard to keep track of, that would be a good one to have. Yeah, that's a that's a yeah, that's a good problem. Yeah, as annoying as yeah. it is sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm starting to think those burgers we had in there were sausage patties. <laughs> that's, just, that's just my, that's what my tummy's telling me. <laughs> 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 yeah, buddy. Good night. Okay, so I know it's in Matthew 7. Is it Matthew 7? Matthew 7, right, 11 specifically. Matthew 7. That's probably highlighted. Matthew 7. Get too many. Okay. Oh, I don't want to do that. Spare those people roaming around the Bible. That's right. Matthew chapter 7, judging others. Uh, Ashen shall be given, tree and its fruit. Sure, it's Matthew 7? Yeah, 7 11. If you then evil know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your father who is in heaven give good things to those who ask him? Oh yeah. So where are you going with that? Well, it's, think I got caught up reading the uh, <clears throat> little footnote things down here for that verses earthly parents have an innate impulse to do what is best for their children yet they are flawed as a result of sin's corruption of all humanity through the fall of Adam and Eve and the quality of their parenting does not match God's. Ooh. That's good. So anyway, I'm not exactly sure where I was originally going with that, but after reading that, yeah, I would I like say that. have this is part of where you where you need to have grace for yourself in your parenting because you are not on you're you're not God. You're not you're not even close to that same level. You're fallen. You're broken. 
And so your parenting is automatically imperfect right off the top. Right. <clears throat> but you want to give your kids good stuff. Just like God wants to give you good stuff. Yes. It's like all these things that are pre-programmed into you that you're like, um, I'm trying to figure out what I want to say here. Cause I'm like, I'm about to, I'm doing a high dive off the deep end here. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I mean, God wants, God wants to spoil you, but like, uh, dang it. Brain is not functioning. Oh, I lost it. This is awful. This is two weeks in a row. This has happened. I can't remember. Oh, super frustrating. People, you want something to pray for? Pray for my brain. It just does not work properly anymore. It's. I know we laugh and joke a lot sometimes, but it's a serious problem lately. <laughs> sometimes it's embarrassing because I can't remember anything. So, anyways, here we are. Brain, just I just can't remember anything. I have nothing to say at the particular moment. I'm sorry. No, no <laughs> worries. That's <laughs> right. Um. Had, I suppose I'm not going to be able to find that now either. <laughs> this one, maybe, maybe I might find it. Okay, so this is kind of switching gears just a little bit, getting okay. more into gospel stuff. Um, so, uh, Charles Spurgeon, he said, and I, I really like this first part of this because so many people see like, like Christ dying on the cross as the, the switch that all of a sudden God's loving now. You know, Christ did not die to make his father loving, but because his father is loving, he died on the cross. That makes sense. Yeah, and I don't know. Now, now I'm doing it. Now I just totally blanked on where I was going with that. But I really like that quote, though. That's a good quote. I mean, you have to be loving for that to happen. God can't be, like, not loving or, like, just God can't just be, like, whatever until some event happens. Yeah. Yeah. It's not He's like, always loving. It's not like God was sitting up in heaven just disgusted with earth and whatever and, and Jesus is standing there and 
Jesus says, I'm going to go down there and I'm going to pay for their sins. And God's like, yeah, whatever. Thinking he ain't going to do it. And then Jesus goes down and he does it. And now all of a sudden he's like, hmm, I guess I do love all those people down there. That's not how it works. No. No. You are sorely mistaken. Yeah. Um, he, lo- he loves everybody. And he wants you to love him back. That's the catch. Yes. Yes. It, uh, Jesus even said uh, John 3, 16 and 17. Sixteen and seventeen. Yep. Uh, for God so loved the world that He gave His one and only Son, that whoever believes in Him shall not perish but have everlasting life, or whatever your version says. That may have even been a mixture of versions. I'm not sure. <laughs> oh, mixture. Uh, and then seventeen is the one that always gets overlooked. Oh, I yeah. did not come to condemn the world, but to save it. It's, and that was paraphrased because I don't remember exact words, but. He didn't have to come to condemn the world because the world was already condemned when he came. Yeah, we screwed ourselves over. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, verse 17. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, things got, us humans screwed it up so bad. It's like, we had to get in the beginning, screwed it up. And then uh, screwed up so bad, God flooded the whole planet, except a handful of people, Noah and his clan. And And then things just got progressively worse. You got uh, laws, so on and so forth. Nobody was getting it. Nobody just would get it. Got so wrapped up, just the world so inside out. Yeah, God said his only son. Like, here, all right. God's like, I'm going to make this as easy as possible for you people. (laughs) (laughs) You know? So it's like having a can of soup. And like for like, oh, I don't know. Like 3,500 years, we're just trying to beat the can open with a rock. <laughs> yes, I love it. <laughs> I was like, all right, all right, look, here's a can opener. This is how it works. Some of you, hopefully, everybody gets to turn to use it. Well, I mean, everybody, everybody, gives everybody a can opener. Here's your can opener for your can of soup. <laughs> yeah. Some people still beating that can with a rock. Yeah, I'm got a clue. Yep. So, yep. And then, and then you you use your can opener and open the can of soup, and then you and then you flip it over to empty the soup out and realize there was a pull tab on the other side. It's <laughs> <laughs> a pull tab. Is that you, Campbell Soup? Yeah. <laughs> you been here the whole time. <laughs> but that's how blind people are. Yeah. To God. Yep. Like, wow, if I could just get this can of soup open, I can't get, you know, if I could just, well, maybe I can just, maybe I can open it with, you know, and your can of soup is that empty feeling you have in your soul, 
all the time. You need to fill with something, you know. So whether it's whatever, anything, it's anything except God. Mm-hmm. You trade all that for God. You're like, oh, maybe. And someone comes along with the can opener. I'm like, hey, watch this. Burp, 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 burp. Can's open. <gasps> what? I had no clue. Now you do. Mm-hmm. Please share with others. Yep. <laughs> yeah, here that is your easy. own can opener it's for you to share with the next person. Yeah. Yep. Yep. It, that is one of the open. weirdest analogies, but it works really well. <laughs> yep. Where it came from. I told you I should write a book on analogies. <laughs> you should. <laughs> or it works already. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> oh man anyways the can opener analogy it's a good one I wonder if someone will hear this and use it from a pulpit someday I want to be I would love to be sitting at church and hear the can opener analogy I'm like oh I came up with that (laughs) Uh, sometimes I hear stuff and I'm like I said that (laughs) yep I know that <laughs> it's always a good feeling. Sometimes I wonder, anybody else listen to this stuff or is it just me? <laughs> <laughs> what the Lord? <laughs> oh man. Anyways, yeah. It's funny, like everything we, every podcast we record, we always come down to, you need Jesus. Yeah. Jesus, I mean, Jesus is your light. He's your can opener. He's whatever analogy you works for you. That's, there you go. There's probably a thousand of them we have. So. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Yeah. And there's, there's a reason why that every time we record, we come to this impasse that yes, we have Jesus and yes, you need him, whether you admit it or not, you just have to figure that out that you actually need him. And unfortunately that generally means getting to the bottom where there's no place else to look, but up. Mm -hmm. Um, and that that's that's what it boils down to you know it, like all this other stuff that we talked about like being a, a good father a good husband <clears throat> um uh you, you know just all this different things that that we've talked about over the years on our podcast all of that stems from and boils down to the recognition of your need for Christ and your accept and our acceptance of him. Definitely. Definitely. This is just my opinion. Um, I really feel when at some point in your life, when things click over, when you're old enough, start feeling you maybe consciously or subconsciously realize there's a void in your life that needs to be filled 
So you make one of two choices. Typically it's just one. You start filling it with uh, the wrong things, if you will. Mm -hmm. um, and hopefully somewhere down the line, someone comes along and helps you realize that you're dumping water on a grease fire. <laughs> You need some of that foam action to put it out and rebuild. Like Jesus, mm -hmm. you know. <clears throat> and there's no excuses. I mean, you can have a million excuses why you do what you do. I mean, things happen to people, and you end up developing X, Y, Z, whatever. It's still no. I mean, it's still. Still no excuse, or it's just because I mean, this is what happens. You, something happens in your life where, I mean, there there are those people that like nothing ever happens or whatever, and you, that void gets filled quickly with Jesus and never empties. And there's, you know, the other ninety nine percent of the population of the planet where it's just it's just empty. You gotta, I you just I'd probably just ramble. Yeah. There's that internal thing in you that it's there that it wants to be filled with God. So there you go. Yeah. Hope that made sense. It did actually. And those things that you talked that you say that you're talking about, like uh, whatever those excuses are, whatever those things are that happened, are happening or have happened, whatever those the those are only barriers for you mm. they're not barriers for god they're not barriers for the holy spirit and it's only a matter of time before he busts through that like the kool-aid guy and <laughs> hey, <kid. laughs> um But, you know, ultimately, we know that there is nothing that we are going to say on this podcast or anywhere for that matter to either convince you or get you to accept Christ. That is totally the work of the Holy Spirit and... All we're doing is we're giving, uh, we're willingly giving a an open channel for him to work and trusting that he will. Yeah, totally. Well, we kind of live up to our name on this one. We're the, you know, we're the trail mix. So it's like, we're on the trail. We're on the trail to Jesus. So it's like. We're just a couple of nut jobs that want to help you get there. That's right. That's right. It's like we're—I mean, we're as uh, what you hear on uh, the interweb. Uh, we're the same two guys in real life, so we are—we really are sweet, salty, and a little bit nuts, like a whole lot of nuts. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. But we're—we're. We're, uh, huh. Or some people are 
cuckoo for cuckoo for cuckoo for cuckoo for Jesus. <laughs> That's right. That's right. So it's, when you said Kool Aid, man, I just I'm like, all right, I'm six right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm taking the cocoa puff, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, hey, sometimes that's the best route to take. Yeah. Yep. It's all sugary and high fructose. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> maybe it's not the best one. Yeah, maybe not. <laughs> it's fun. Yeah. My taste good. We know the way. Yeah. We know the way. It's up to you to make the decision to come along. Yeah. Mm. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the Yeah, and the second part of that is the reason why it is, why we are so gung-ho, why we are so insistent on you needing Christ, everybody needing Christ. Because the second mm -hmm. part of that is no one comes to the Father except through me. Yeah. Right. And once you have Christ, man, life is so much better. It's not always easy, but mm -hmm. it's it's uh it's a good time. Yes. It's better because yep. your definition of better changes. Totally. Oh. <laughs> it's better because your definition of better changes. That's brilliant. That's totally brilliant. That's the best thing I've heard in quite some time. <laughs> well, that was, your, that was the Holy Spirit better. talking right there. That was awesome. <clears throat> I'll write that down. That's <laughs> better. Look at that, people. I'm writing something down like you can see me. <laughs> 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 Sometimes I think they should see us. I'm like, wow. Right. It's better. Yeah. Because your definition of better changes. That's that's absolutely brilliant. I love it. That could be our new catchphrase. That could be like our catchphrase or our slogan. The trail mix. It's better because your definition of better changes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now you get the uh, the the dude that does the voiceovers with the super low voice. You know, like. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we could get uh, what's his face who did Darth Vader. Oh yeah. Hmm. What's his name? Uh. Something Jones, isn't it? James Earl Jones. James Earl Jones. Yep. Maybe we get Schwarzenegger to do it. It's better <laughs> because you have thinking about the changes. <laughs> get to the top. <laughs> yes. 
This way to Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, get in the van. <laughs> We're going to turn. <laughs> <laughs> oh man i love it <laughs> and like steven said before this is exactly how we are like this is us on the trail <laughs> so oh, <laughs> 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 i was funny <laughs> Unbelievable. Imagine Pastor Dad during a sermon or something. <laughs> I would do it. Get somebody's attention. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Anyways. <laughs> oh. Good old Father's Day. Yes. So you want to be good father? Oh, go ahead. No, I do. By all means, I was just gonna say I've got to, I've got to be done here in about ten minutes or so. So okay. I was gonna ask if you had any final thoughts, but if you got something, I got a final thought. Yeah, hear it. Final thought. Um, Father's Day. You uh, want to be good father? Talk to your heavenly Father. Mm. Uh, like we stated earlier, it's a it's a relationship with your with your heavenly Father, yourself, and your wife, and that'll trickle down to the children. I don't. Know, I maybe trickle down is not the right word, but I mean, you're going to treat as a as the head of the household household and and man of the house you are um you're going to treat your family as the way uh christ treats the church mm-hmm. aka others those are two greatest commandments love your god with all your uh heart soul and mind and love your neighbor as yourself yep <clears throat> treat your family like that so your family in that mix, your family should be like boom, boom. It should be God, your family, your neighbor. Treat them all the same. Yep. God treats you. That's it. You know, there's no shame in that. People be like, wow, they got together. Not all the time, but when they do, you know, there you go. I'll tell you what's really important in front of your kids in relationship as parents. They see you have a disagreement or whatever. That's fine. They need to see you uh, resolve that disagreement also. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's huge. Yeah. And in a timely and civil mm-hmm. and biblical manner. Yes. That's again, that is, you can disagree with your wife. We had disagreement yesterday. Resolve quickly and efficiently. And I mean, that's, I mean, if you, never, if you don't have a relationship, if you're not having disagreements, there's, uh, there's something wrong with you. <laughs> <laughs> You're denying something. Anyways, 
He will. That's just part of a relationship. But I think that's huge. They need to see both ends of the spectrum and see how it works and how it's supposed to work. And yeah. So that's my two cents. Yep. 100% agree. For sure. All right. It, it, <clears throat> You're to to. Let's see. How can I boil this down to without it becoming a big, drawn out thing? So just uh, keep it simple. (laughs) Um, Like Steven said, God, family, neighbors. And to love your wife as Christ loves the church, that's a, a, that's a sacrificial love. That's a, I mean, there's all kinds of different words you can use to describe it. But that's a, that's a love that we will we're called to strive for but will never achieve um and i mean as far as kids go like steven said seeing your kids seeing you resolve an issue is massive um Also, don't, don't try to, don't try to rush things like, you know, the Holy Spirit's doing his thing. Um, and it it might take a little while to start seeing some, some of that quote unquote fruit, but just have faith and keep praying, pray like you've never prayed before. And, um, yeah, just trust that God is working and God will continue to work. So, yeah, that's kind of what I, my last final thoughts, I guess. Yeah, that works. Perfect. Happy Father's Day. Yeah. Woo. It's better because your definition of better changes. <laughs> Sweet. All right, people. We hope you enjoyed this. Um. Yeah, happy Father's Day. And remember, we love you. God loves you. Peace. Peace out.